What's going on out there, world? It's your boy Kill. Coming back at y'all with another podcast with some more WWE related news. Now, if you keep up with any sort of WWE related news or even wrestling related news, you've already heard 24 hours ago Cody Rhodes left AEW and is now expected at this point to join WWE. So, let me first give my thoughts on Cody Rhodes. I've always said, I've never seen one episode of AEW. And that is just more, for me, it's a loyal, not not only a loyalty thing, but it's also, I don't enjoy any other brand of wrestling. Like, I I tried to get into uh, TNA, because my brother was into it. Well, Impact is now what it's called. But um, back then it was called TNA, and my brother would watch it. And I would try to watch it with him, but I don't know. Even though, even though there were WWE guys there, like Jeff and, you know, Jeff Hardy and uh, uh, Kurt Angle and others, at that time, I just couldn't get into it because it wasn't WWE. I mean, WWE was what I was raised on. So, no, I have never seen an episode of AEW. But, it is a fact that AEW is the biggest wrestling promotion in the U.S. since WCW. And Cody Rhodes had a lot to do with that. I was always a fan of Cody Rhodes. Back in, uh, like, I don't know if I've said this before or not, but back in, like, the year, uh, 2011, I think that was the year Cody Rose was doing the whole, uh, ugly Cody Rose thing, because first he was doing the dashing Cody Rose, and when his nose got messed up, he put the mask on and became, uh, Ugly Cody Rose or hideous Cody Rose or something like that. That to me was like the most entertaining thing in WWE that year. Like I looked forward to that. I looked forward to when he came out and gave everybody like a paper bag to put over their head in the front row. I remember he kept giving Booker T a paper bag. Like Booker T would like stare at him like, like daggers at him. Like that whole thing to me was... Hilarious. That that was the best thing in WWE then. And that was when I really became a Cody Rhodes fan. I wasn't really a fan of his when he was with Ted DiBiase and uh, Orton and Legacy. But that to me was when I really saw this guy is entertaining. So it hurt me when he had to do the Stardust thing. In a way, I thought it was cool to see him team up with Goldust, but I don't know why they felt like they had to do the Stardust thing. Because when he was just Cody Rhodes teaming up with Goldust, they had an awesome storyline with The Shield in, I think, 2013. So it wasn't like people didn't care. 
if just Cody Rhodes could tag team with Gold Dust, he didn't have to become another uh, version of the Gold Dust character or anything like that. I wanted more for him, but at least I was like, I was like, okay, at least he's on TV. So when he left, man, I was like, I was upset. When he, I remember when he posted the tweet saying he was leaving. I was like, damn, man. I, I don't know why I had a vision back in my head, back around uh, 2011, 2012-ish. I always had a vision in my head of one day Cody Rose, Daniel Bryan, and Wade Barrett like in a triple threat for the WWE title or something. Like I wanted them three to be the guys of the future back then. Bryan made it, but the other two didn't get the chance. So when Cody left and made a, uh, well, he didn't make, but had a, a huge hand in making uh, AEW and bringing it to life, I was conflicted because, again, I wanted him in WWE, but I was also happy he was doing good. I'm not somebody who's going to say I want AEW to go out of business and stop doing what it's doing. I always just say it's not my cup of tea. It's not what I watch. But I would never say it needs to go out of business or anything like that. But WWE, to me, is the place to watch, and it's the place that I'm a fan of, and being a fan of Cody Rhodes and hearing that he's leaving something that can be considered his baby and going back to WWE is monumental. Like that is similar to like 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 maybe an Eric Bischoff jumping to WWF Raw in like the year 2000 or 99 or something. Like you knew that wouldn't happen. So you would think that Cody Rhodes, of all people, the guy who built the competition for WWE, would go back to WWE. But let me tell you why this is smart for everybody. This is smart for WWE, it's smart for Cody, and it's smart for AEW. And let me just say this. This is not me kissing their ass. I, I just have to give them sort of a pat on the back. Vince McMahon and Nick Khan are two smart businessmen. I don't care if you hate their guts. They are two smart businessmen. And let me, I'm going to explain why. I knew something big had to have happened this year. The first podcast I made this year, I believe, was when uh, I made the uh, day one pay-per-view review. And I said, this was either going to be WWE's downfall this year or something big was going to happen. So when I heard Mickey James, the Impact Knockout Women's Champion, or World Champion, excuse me, was going to be in the Royal Rumble, I was like, here we go. Steps are happening. Something's about to happen. But also, all the releases that WWE had this year, we know Vince McMahon. We know how he does business. In 99, 
Vince McMahon never just dropped a whole bunch of superstars. Yes, superstars would come and go, but he never would just drop a whole bunch in fear that they would go to WCW. When WCW finally went out of business, and WWE felt like they were the only game in town. They were the only game in town, especially big. It was some indie companies still around, but WWE was now the only official big game in town. But when TNA started to make a little bit of noise and sign all these big names, WWE swooped up almost everybody in fear that they would go to TNA. But when AEW gets big, he just drops a bunch of superstars. Not just superstars, I'm talking about Braun Strowman, Bray Wyatt. Like, he willingly let these people go. They would still be there if they just didn't release them. There was no... Nothing saying Bray Wyatt asked for a release. There was nothing saying that Braun Strowman asked for a release. That just means WWE decided to drop them. You do not drop guys like that. Big stars like that. Without a plan. You do not... WWE knew that almost every single star they let go was going to go work somewhere else. They knew that. But they didn't do that with WCW. They didn't do that with TNA. But they're doing it with AEW. That to me was a sign that they were preparing for something. So... When you let go all those big money guys, let's move on over to AEW. AEW is signing big money guys. They're constantly signing Adam Cole, CM Punk, Daniel Bryan. They got Chris Jericho. They got John Moxley. You know these are huge contracts. Sting. Like all, all these huge names that they have that came over from WWE. They've signed them up, a lot of the big ones up, to big money contracts. What was the reason Cody Rhodes left AEW? Well, apparently AEW wasn't offering enough money. They, AEW felt like he wasn't worth the money, and Cody Rhodes felt like he was a big superstar. He has a show on uh, TBS, what is it? Uh, the Big Show. It almost sounds something like The Big Show, but The Go Big Show, that's what it was. It has him, Snoop Dogg, uh, two other people as judges on it. I'm, I don't know the ratings of that show, but I do know, like, I, I've seen commercials of it. Like, I think it's still an ongoing thing. So he's on that. He is, like, literally the first big U.S. name to lay his claim in AEW. It's him. Because Omega and the Young Bucks are big names, but mostly in Japan. It was some wrestling fans or WWE fans who didn't know who they were. So, Cody Rhodes was like the first WWE name that was recognizable to most U.S. fans that planted his flag in AEW. So he felt like he was worth more money. 
But AEW got CM Punk signed, Daniel Bryan signed, Adam Cole signed. Like all these big names I know they were throwing money at. And now they feel like Cody Rhodes isn't worth it. Like he's done what he's needed to do mostly in AEW. And I'm, again, I'm not an AEW fan, so I don't even know their news. Like I don't know. I just hear that he wasn't, like he had heat backstage. Like he wasn't liked backstage very much. And and the AEW fans were like booing him. Like I don't know if it was like a, almost like a John Cena-ish thing from like 15, 10 years ago or whatever. But if AEW felt like letting him go, like they, like they could afford to do that, they probably knew nine times out of ten he's gonna WWE is gonna come sign him right up. And apparently, from what the news says, from what sources have said, WWE is prepared to make him a huge offer. And why wouldn't they? Look at all the stars they let go. Look at all the money they saved. Last year was their most profitable year. And before that, I think 2020 was their most profitable year. So the pandemic, when they let all those stars go, that saved them a lot of money on a lot of big name contracts and a lot of big time stars. But let me tell you why this was good. Because they knew AEW was going to sign a lot of them. They knew Impact was going to sign a lot of them. They knew this. It wasn't like WWE let them go and thought they were just going to sit at home. They knew they were going to go to other places. So they let people go when there is work for them now more than ever. Where there seems like there's a connection. We're living in a time now where there's more of a connection in the wrestling world than there has been since the 70s or 80s. Impact just had their women's knockout world champion on a WWE show. I know they didn't refer to it as that. They kept only calling it uh, Impact Women's Champion. And they could only say Impact. Like they wouldn't say Impact Wrestling. But still, we've not, we've not seen that on WWE television since when? Since when have we seen a champion from another company appear on WWE television through a deal between the two companies? Like, that's been a long time. When have we seen WWE ever let superstars go in a time where competition is this high? They know of AEW's existence. They damn sure know of Impact's existence. They pretty much promoted Impact in a way. So, we got these three companies intertwined I've said it before, to me, Impact is the savior of the wrestling world. Because, they look what they did for Ring of Honor when Ring of Honor went out of business. They're the ones who provided the most help for Ring of Honor stars. And kept, you know, Ring of Honor's name out there while they're on hiatus. They, they did a deal with, I think, AEW before. Yeah, yeah, Impact, yeah, did a deal with AEW as well. Where Kenny Omega, I think, was like the Impact World Champion at one point. So, yeah, they did a deal. 
Impact has worked has worked with both WWE and AEW. WWE has let stars go knowing nine times out of ten they're going to AEW or Impact. They let Daniel Bryan go. Even though he wanted out, but you know, you would think they'd hold on to him. But they let him go, knowing where he was going. And the fact that Cody Rhodes couldn't get the money he wanted from AEW, the big money he wanted, letting him go would make sense because he can go to WWE who can offer him big money contracts because they just saved a boatload of money with all the releases. They were gearing up for something big. And if they get Cody Rhodes back, which it seems like they are, he's literally expected to be at WrestleMania. That is huge. That is the biggest thing and most unexpected thing that could have happened. Nobody a year ago or a few months ago thought Cody Rhodes would be leaving AEW to come back to WWE. You would think Cody Rhodes was a person they were going to, uh, no, don't sign him back. But that just proves Vince does anything for business. And that's why I say, say what you want about Vince McMahon. Say what you want about Nick Khan. But if this is what they were saving up for, if this is what they were gearing up for and doing, then business-wise, this is smart. It's a rumor as well that Stone Cold Steve Austin may come out of retirement for at least one more match with Kevin Owens at WrestleMania. In Texas. Stone Cold Steve Austin and Cody Rhodes in Texas at WrestleMania. Dusty Rhodes is mostly known as a Southern Territory guy. He's been in the Texas Territory. He's known, you know, in the South. So... Cody Rhodes coming back. Stone Cold Steve Austin coming back for one match against a guy like Kevin Owens who, let me say this, I don't care what anybody says. I know there's a lot of people saying, oh, wow, they bringing Stone Cold, oh, they're desperate because they're bringing Stone Cold out of retirement. Listen, give it up, people. This is fucking wrestling. When somebody says the word retire, they can take that shit back if they want to. Why not? They can do that. Let's face it, I know everybody's like, oh, he's like the last real retirement left. If he comes back, you know, all oh, the word retirement means nothing. The word retirement means I'm no longer full-time. That's pretty much what it means. It doesn't mean I will never, ever, ever do this again. It just means I'm not, I'm no, it's no longer my main thing anymore. It doesn't mean I can never come back to drop in for one more run or one more uh, match. And this is just a match. It ain't like Stone Cold's going on a run. It ain't like he's going to become WWE champion. Which if he did, to be perfectly honest, who would be mad at that? But Stone Cold Steve Austin's coming to Texas. You know they're throwing boatloads of money at Austin. They're throwing boatloads of money at Cody Rhodes. And they can afford to because of the releases. During 2020 and early, you know, uh, during the whole year of 2020, they had no house shows, no fan attendance. So they had no money coming in. The releases made sense. We hated it, 
but it made sense. And they're like, oh, well, WWE just made the most money ever. Do you think without those releases, they would have made that much money if they were still paying Braun Strowman and Bray Wyatt and these other guys uh, big contracts? The people they let go were people who were mostly big money contracts. Well, the, well, the ones who that really, you know, made some noise, like Bray Wyatt and Braun Strowman, like the ones that really shocked you. Those were big time names. Not just, you know, nobodies. Strowman and Wyatt were both just in the main event during the uh, pandemic era. For the universal title. Now all of a sudden they were let go. I said then. They're planning something. People thought they were planning. To sell to Fox. Or to sell to Disney. I don't think so. Vince ain't never letting the WWE go. He just let Shane McMahon go. That proves to you. WWE just comes first to Vince. And the fact that he's a, apparently about to sign Cody Rhodes back. He's about to get Stone Cold Steve Austin to come back for one more match against Kevin Owens. A guy who deserves it. Because they signed Kevin Owens to a pretty big money contract as well. you damn right he deserves to be in Texas uh, to face Stone Cold in one more match. He deserves that. He could have easily left and turned the tie for AEW. Why do you think they have Johnny Knoxville working with Sami Zayn? We know it's stupid, in a way, because we, we want to see Sami do, you know, we want to see him be significant. And to a lot of people, working with a celebrity is not significant. They think it's, uh, it's a show, but he gets to work with Johnny Knoxville, a guy who had a movie come out, a guy who's a name in Hollywood, you get to work with him at WrestleMania. That's the rumor. Because we all know he beats Shinsuke Nakamura for the, Inter uh, the Intercontinental Championship. And uh, he, so he's now the Intercontinental Champion, Sami Zayn. So people believe he's going to go to WrestleMania to face Johnny Knoxville for the Intercontinental Championship. That's big. That's a marquee match. You know how WWE uh, likes to have celebrity matches and how they hype them? And if Kevin Owens is facing Stone Cold, that is the big money match in Texas. If you announce Cody Rhodes and Stone Cold Steve Austin for WrestleMania right now, sold out. Sold out. I don't care how many tickets. A legit sellout. Just the rumors of this is probably boosting WrestleMania tickets. This is smart because people were just saying, including myself, were just saying this WrestleMania... It, it's not big time. It don't feel like WrestleMania. We're getting Brock Lesnar versus uh, Roman Reigns for the umpteenth time. Uh, you know, we're not getting The Rock until next year. I don't know what the plans for the WWE title really are right now. It might be a champion versus champion thing. I really believe Brock Lesnar is going to become WWE champion Saturday at uh, Elimination Chamber. Because I don't. if he doesn't, I don't know what they're going to do with the WWE championship. Maybe turn Seth Rollins' face and maybe he faces Bobby Lashley. That's as big as it might get. Because before they wanted Shane McMahon to face Bobby Lashley or Seth Rollins. So maybe 
turns Seth Rollins' face to face Bobby Lashley for the WWE title. But I still believe Lesnar's probably going to win it. But, uh, that's, again, that's smart. This may be the biggest WrestleMania of all time. For Cody Rhodes to be there and for Stone Cold Steve Austin to come out of, with one more match, it ain't going to last five minutes now. We all know Stone Cold's going to get a few punches in. He's going to do the mud hole stump. He might drop the little uh, middle finger elbow, you know, hit the rope elbow thing he does. Maybe. He might hit the Luthes press, and he might get a stunner in. That's it. He ain't going to the top rope or running the ropes or, you know, uh, having like a 20-minute match with Owens. We all know that because he's retired. Those days are done. It's going to be more like a segment than a match. But it's still going to be remembered as a match. And like I said, Kevin Owens deserves that honor. He really does. That guy is a huge fan of the Attitude Era. That guy is a damn hard worker. He chose WWE at a time where he could have easily chose AEW and made a big splash, but he chose WWE, you damn right he deserves that honor to, you know, have Stone Cold come out of retirement one time for a little quick match. That guy deserves that. You can't tell me he wouldn't be over the moon. I don't give a damn if he loses, because you know he will. I know people are going to say, oh, they just had Stone Cold bury uh, Kevin Owens. You know that man is over the moon about even being in the ring with Stone Cold at WrestleMania. He don't give a damn if he has to lose. In Texas, you damn right Stone Cold's going to win. Plus, it's Stone Cold Steve Austin. So, they just flipped this WrestleMania to becoming one of the biggest of all time when just a week or two ago, people were saying this is the most underwhelming WrestleMania. People were just saying WWE is in panic over what they're going to do uh, about WrestleMania. Like, I don't know who Becky Lynch is going to face at WrestleMania because I'm pretty sure Becky Lynch is going to beat uh, Lita. I, I'm pretty sure. But I don't know what the Raw Women's Championship is going to do at WrestleMania. Becky versus Bianca? Maybe. Unless they're planning on doing uh, Lita versus Bianca. Because I, I see Bianca Belair winning that chamber match. I thought maybe Asuka was going to get a spot in it. Or maybe even Bailey, but Alexa Bliss got the final spot, so she's coming back. So either Alexa Bliss or Bianca Belair is going to win. So I guess maybe Becky versus, versus Alexa or Lita versus Bianca. That's what I'd be betting. It's one of those. Because I don't see uh, Alexa Bliss versus Lita. And I kind of don't see Bianca Belair versus Becky because we've done that before. I'm not saying we should never do it again, but not at WrestleMania. That doesn't feel like a WrestleMania thing anymore. But we should definitely do it again at some point. But, like I said, they just turned this WrestleMania around. And if those releases was what this was leading to, They've gotten to a point where they can steal the biggest name from AEW. Let's face it. Like I said, the guy 
he is on the Mount Rushmore of AEW. Him, the Young Bucks, and Omega. That's like, if you want to throw Jericho on there as well, that's fine. But uh, they are the first four of AEW. It's Cody Rose, uh, the Young Bucks, and Omega. Kenny Omega. So for him to now leave and go straight to WWE, that's WWE going checkmate. That's what that is. You stole, you you got, well, I ain't going to say stole. I ain't going to say that. You got Daniel Bryan. You got CM Punk, which WWE just pretty much said, passed on him and said no. Because there was a point where CM Punk was thinking about signing with either WWE or AEW, and it, it was said at WWE that they were like, he's not worth it. He's still not worth the headache. They, they still don't forgive him. But they rather forgive Cody Rhodes and bring him back in. And a lot of people say, what will Cody Rhodes do? In my opinion, now, this probably won't happen. But in my opinion, if, if they bring him back before WrestleMania, his first match back... Because I don't know if he's going to like debut at WrestleMania or re-debut at WrestleMania. Or if he's going to come back on Raw or SmackDown or something. But if he does come back like on a Raw and builds to a WrestleMania match. To me, the ready-made opponent, but I don't know if he'll ever wrestle again. I would say, but the ready-made opponent would be Triple H. Now, I know Triple H had the heart problem. So because of that more than anything... He shouldn't wrestle anymore. But if he could have one more match, because this would have to be Triple H's retirement match. And I know people say, well, he's had retirement matches before. He always wins them, especially at WrestleMania. No, he'd lose this one. But it'd be a retirement match. Because Cody Rhodes, remember, Cody Rhodes sent a shot at Triple H by breaking the throne, by breaking the, the Triple H throne thing with the hammer. It was Triple H who called AEW a pissant company. It was Triple H who was like, he wasn't behind NXT going up against AEW. But, you know, he was the head guy of NXT. So it seemed like him versus Cody. So, that would be the ready-made match. They've already sent shots at each other. And... You can have the stipulation. Matter of fact, you can make it where Cody Rhodes comes back to sign a contract. I would have Cody Rhodes come back to sign a contract with Vince McMahon. Have them both air out, you know, a little dirty laundry if they wish. But then I would have Triple H come out. Pedigree Cody Rhodes and tell Vince I'm never going to allow him back in this company again. Like he doesn't get to come back. So then that's when you can build a match. If Cody Rhodes wins the match at WrestleMania, he comes back. And if Triple H... Well, excuse me. If Cody Rhodes uh, comes back... Uh, I messed it up again. <laughs> Y'all know how I do this show. Live and unfiltered. And unedited. So I'm not even going to edit this out. But the match should be... If Cody Rhodes wins... He gets to sign a contract and return to WWE and Triple H has to retire or vice versa if Triple H wins 
Cody Rhodes like has to retire or something, can't sign the WWE or anywhere else. That's a big WrestleMania match. Plus, you have Stone Cold versus Kevin Owens. Like I said, those two matches alone, WrestleMania sold out in Texas. Straight up. So, like I said, this was smart. Like I said, this to me is WWE saying checkmate. Because it was like they were building towards this. I said in a podcast, this is either WWE's uh, year of change or year of downfall. They just said checkmate and made it the year of change. Had the Impact World uh, Knockout World Champion on uh, Royal Rumble. About to sign, again, like I said, one of the Mount Rushmore faces of AEW back to WWE in time for WrestleMania. That is checkmate. Because they can throw money at Stone Cold and Cody Rhodes because they just saved more money than ever and made more money than ever because of a lot of those releases. As much as people hate the releases, they weren't making money from house shows. They weren't making money from, uh, you know, people buying tickets to pay-per-views or Raw or SmackDown because there was no audience. During the pandemic, they weren't making none of that money. They weren't making much money from ratings because the ratings weren't that good because people wouldn't, to, wouldn't want to tune in without the fans. So the releases had to happen for them to make money and for them to save money. They had to renege on a lot of those deals. I really don't think they wanted to, but they had to. And they did it at a time where they got competition. They knew they were going to AEW. They just promoted the impact brand by having their women their knockouts champion on their pay-per-view that's why i said wrestling worlds are connected now more than ever i know everybody's talking about forbidden door forbidden door lately keith lee just signed aew like this is a good time to be a wrestling fan right now because I've said it all year. I don't I don't know what WWE's doing. I even said it in my Royal Rumble review. Like, WWE dropped the ball with, that, with Royal Rumble. Only thing I really liked was Seth Rollins versus Roman Reigns. And I thought the women's uh, Royal Rumble was good, but I thought the men sucked. I felt like Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar was underwhelming. Wasn't as good as it should have been. But like I said, this is smart. They're about to make a whole lot of money with uh, Saudi Arabia. They're still doing the Saudi shows. Like I said, everything Vince does, I don't think it personal. I think it business. That's who Vince is. That's why he's such a weird person to everybody. Vince is like the walking embodiment of business. And to me, all of this proves it. WWE is soaking up all that money because they know for a fact money means longevity. And that makes the brand bigger. And like I said, this is the hugest jump WWE will have probably since AJ Styles came on. Even bigger than that, the biggest they've had since like Chris Jericho or the Radicals came on. Like this is literally something I thought I wouldn't see. 
forever, most likely. It, not as long as AEW was around, I feel like Cody Rhodes was going to stay there. Oh, and by the way, you can use Dusty Rhodes as an element. And I know people don't like to use, you know, deceased legends or superstars. But you can have Triple H say, like, Dusty Rhodes loved NXT. And you left, you know, you left where your dad's baby is to try to compete with it. And you can have Cody Rhodes be like, y'all tried to take my last name and try to keep my father's legacy from me. You know, you, know, you can easily make that into a, a good personal feud and it don't have to boil for like a month or so. You can announce that like three weeks before WrestleMania and have two promos and boom, that'll be a big built WrestleMania match. Because again, nobody thought they would see Cody Rhodes again. And I know Triple H probably won't wrestle again. So if that don't happen, I don't know what he's going to do. Maybe he'll challenge Roman Reigns. Maybe Roman Reigns will like unify the titles if Brock wins the WWE title. Maybe Roman will beat Brock and unify the titles. And maybe Cody Rhodes will challenge Roman. I mean, he's going to... It's said that WWE plans on treating him like a big deal and giving him a major push. And they'd be a fool not to. They need that. And that just seems like... It, it just seems like checkmate. That's all I can say. It seems like WWE saying checkmate. We'll see what they do with it, though. But I'm about to end this one, you guys. Just big wrestling news. Like I said, this WrestleMania may be the biggest of all time now. With Cody Rhodes and Stone Cold Steve Austin planning to be there in Texas. Man. Like, like I said, WWE just said checkmate. But with that one, you guys. Thank you guys for listening. I'm out.